man, tell her we up next, you can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong, but if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh well, we try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. Ah, this might not go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a lot of episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 102, we in the building. You ain't know who it is. It's the host with the most, B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? It's your boy Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, before we get started, please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you have any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail.com. Episode 102. But we came here with a guest who's gonna be here for the whole episode, Slick. Yes, yes. We gotta bring it. Every time my man's come through, should get a little spicy. We got to bring the toxic commander in chief, Mister 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 Bitches himself, Jamie Tox. We going? What sound we gonna give him? Hold on, now we gotta give him something. Do it again. Let's do it again. We gotta give him a good sound. We need a dope sound for my man. Do it one more time. Do it one more time. All right, all right. You already know who it is. The toxic commander in chief, Mister Bitches himself, Mister Long Hair Don't Care, Mister Bearded Up Everything, Jamie Tox. Baby, <laughs> yo, what's good, y'all? Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Gotta speak up, bro. Gotta speak up. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm happy to be here. Congratulations on 100 episodes. You know what I'm saying? This is episode 102. Let's part. Oh, shit. You know what happened okay. when Jamie pulled up. They get, it's going to go real left or real right. <laughs> I'm hoping for your sake it's good, my boy. <laughs> All right, you already know how we do it. We do our weekly check-ins before we get into the bullshit. All right, Slick, how was your week this week, brother? Uh, this week was cool, man. Definitely just been, again, you know, adjusting, trying to, you know, take on more responsibility professionally, personally, socially. Um, Still boxing. I ain't quit after a week. I've been doing a lot of shadow boxing classes recently. Still got a shout-out to Title NYC and Forest Hills, man. That's definitely a, a dope spot. I'm about to sign up for that membership officially to get in and hit the bag. But it's been dope as a additional form of physical as well as like you know that mental aspect of like you know discipline and you know learning a new skill so it's definitely been enlightening and refreshing for me right now so but everything everything cool how you feeling my guy oh man i'm sick slick mm-hmm. sick of these bitches <laughs> and niggas you feel me you know who it is it's mr him him he messed up him hoffa him neutron him junk on Mr. Him, him, he like Beanie Man himself, though. But um, yeah, I am sick though. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little tight. You know, a week before my birthday, a nigga is sick though. But I'm doing good though. You feel me? You know, a little around, uh, around the sun. But I'm out here though. What about you, Jamie? Yo, I'm chilling, man. I'm maintaining. That's that's been a common theme for me as of lately. I'm maintaining. That's it. All right, all right. So we, we there's not that much on this news this week. So there's a few things that I want to talk to about first. I want to talk about the Shannon Sharp situation on on that floor against the Memphis Grizzlies. What's your thoughts on that situation of him getting into it with Dylan Brooks and Stephen Adams and everything? I think between him and Pat Beverly, they they're the only dudes on the Lakers with a heart right now. I think that <laughs> don't do that. 
Nah, if you really think about that, the makeup of that team, Grizzlies is over forces that happened. Nah, he definitely put a curse on them. Yeah, he definitely put a curse on them. Anything that Skip Bayless love is getting shut down apparently. But um, no, I think like when you have big person, I think one thing we've said about the Grizzlies, we said it multiple times. They are very talented, but they haven't won shit yet. And I think that for basketball purists and like. This is gonna sound bad, but I think are we becoming the old heads of of entertainment? Like we, a lot of people in our our, our friend group are definitely like, yo, they, they them boys is nice, but like Dylan Brooks be talking wild shit, Javi talking crazy. My man's can't make it through a second round playoff series without a banged up knee. You feel me? So I was like, I think Shannon Sharp probably he took that that uncle in the gym role. Like, oh y'all not gonna do that to these niggas? Watch this. <laughs> and it was funny, too, because they tried to play it off like, you know, he backed down when Steven Adams pulled up or, you know, not Shannon Sharp was 10 toes down. And then the fact that Shannon like Sharp is still jacked. He is. Absolutely. He's still in the gym like that boy. Steven Adams don't want that smoke. Now, that, Steven Adams, that country strength. That would have been an anime <laughs> fight. That would have been like the move, um, move force versus the some whatever object. Like it's not happening, dog. It would have been interesting. But also, too, it like, you know. I think again it's shone it's shone a light on again the Lakers character because why why do super fans have to stand up for y'all niggas y'all getting bitched out here, but, but it's also like too it's like you seeing the young pups, I know y'all seen that video that was going around social media of like the little third graders they was talking wild shit in the basketball game it was all over TikTok Instagram oh, yeah, I seen that, you seen see that, that shit. Kid. little white kid little black kids too yeah. and I was like I don't like this for basketball. I don't like it because when trash niggas make a layup and they start talking shit, now you got to get smacked in the mouth. You feel me? A Dylan fact. Brooks a is a, was a, a good college player. He's carved a niche, but then you calling a Hall of Fame NFL player a pedestrian, which I guess in the sense of like, yo, you're not an NBA player. Nah, but but but, but stick, you you forget it. I think it was saying that with uh, a black tank top tucked in with that nigga looked like an old country western ass nigga over here. He's talking about the Brock Lesnar outfit he had on. Come on now. I think the NBA does have to do a better job with, you know, maintaining, you know, the distance. I think if it wasn't Shannon Sharp, the, the fan probably got ejected and banned. I get it. But at the same point, you know, it sells tickets. I know next time Shannon Sharp pull up for a Grizzlies game or, you know, a team that be talking spicy, they're going to make sure he got that front row seat to get the team hyped up. What you think, Jamie? No. I I, I agree. I, I agree. I think Shannon did what he was supposed to do. Like, he's a fan. He's probably on that cognac. And he got a little crazy, you know, chatting back with the players, and that's it. It wasn't even that serious. But you know what? Also, I didn't get that everybody was kind of clowning, not clowning him, but was kind of like his apologies. His apology. I mean, like, you have to understand that once you have a brand and, you know, him giving his opinion every day and thought he has to take responsibility. A lot of people thought he did, he overdid it with his apology, but a lot. I could just tell from this generation, niggas don't know how to take full accountability, understand that their responsibility now. I think that apology was sincere and it came off great. What's your thoughts on his apology on, that he did on Undisputed? He's classy. He's a classy man. So that's what he had to do. He knew he knew what he had to do. He's a classy man. He's very, he's very tasteful and he doesn't want to mess up his brand. Or his bread. Don't fuck the money up. <laughs> <laughs> that is rule number see, Kyrie, one. See, Kyrie, Kyrie could take a take a page out of that. I mean, you want to throw shots at my guy? You fucking, I'm not even gonna say what I was about to say. I was about to get this canceled. But Kyrie, but what Kyrie do afterwards? He came back and he's not fucking the money up no more. About to probably be an all star starter. They, he told them cut the check. We could figure it out. But he won four years, two hundred mil. And the way they playing, they get they starting to figure it out with him as a number one option until KD get back. He gonna get the bread. 
Shannon Sharp understood do not fuck the money up, especially with the way that um him and Skip's drama has been garnering ratings. Like, their YouTube numbers have been up because people want to see how they interact and whatnot. He understand that his next whatever whatever um TV station or whatever he decides to do next is going to get bread. So yeah, and Club Shay Club Shay Shay the podcast is doing numbers and he's getting a lot of reputable guests on there. He just had Ti, um, you know, but and also he also got in a little to a little trouble match with Ed Reed. Uh, you know, Ed Reed kind of took I don't know if you saw it, but kind of exposed and put knows. a post on Instagram about his opinion on this situation. I'm just like, I don't know about. OG's doing that though. Ah, uh, shit. I mean, it's the social media age. You know, the old heads don't really be knowing the rules. Sometimes they just go off emotion and do what they what they think they're supposed to do. And Eri probably definitely still going through it over whatever happened with Bethane Cookman and them not ratifying his contract too. So you, I mean, when shit go left, it's going to continue to go left. We don't have to like it, but I mean, I, I think that's all he knew how to respond. But like you pointed out to me, Eri is a very passionate dude. So to get his point across, he would. You know, take it there. What did he do when he didn't like the trash? Recorded it for everybody to see and said, fuck this school. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't do that if you didn't sign the contract, though. Like, you can't, you can't I say you should, but I mean, It's like, yo, you go, it's like you signing up for a job before you even sign a dotted line, you cursing out your employer. Like, bro, you can't do that. <laughs> nah, you 100% right. You but it's, 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 a, it's a treacherous world we live in right now with the social media element. Y'all, I know this is a side note. Y'all seen the, the the shorty that posted the video in the gym trying to make it seem like old boy was like creeping on her. Oh yeah. Now now, a Jamie Tox, you being our resident gymmer, resident gymmer. <laughs> what's your thoughts about that? Because I know I've seen a lot of people coming in with their tripods. Like you can't even look any direction now, bro. What's your thoughts? It's tough now. Like, you got everybody with a tripod, even people that don't lift, that haven't lifted for a long time. You even got people that's in there to just make jokes with the tripod, doing a crazy move just for just for clicks. So it's annoying, but I don't go to the gym around that time, so I don't really experience it the way other people go. But, but, but yo, this shit is so crazy because the way how sh- this woman was saying it in the – in the, in the video is like, oh my God, he's looking, he's walking. Boy wasn't even paying attention to her. And then she was talking about how she doesn't like being sexualized. Turns comes to find out they did a couple a little digging. She has sort of like a not an OnlyFans account, but what is it? A fan fan girl. Once fan is in account, the title, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. A, a subscription account, basically. A lot of a lot of uh, alternate OnlyFans um website. That she's charging ten dollars for you subscribing. She got racy pictures on there. So I'm just like, you're cool with being sexualized if niggas is paying you, but you at a public gym with a <laughs> with a tripod and a camera, and you think niggas not gonna look at you. But even such, if you think about social interactions and social spaces, people look. She made it seem like he was trying to like undress her with his eye. like and it looked like the, again you say tripods everywhere yeah. when you see a tripod with someone holding their phone or what does everybody do they look to see like, what's happening yeah. too so even if he was attracted like the fact that you're recording in this space like that might make him uncomfortable and i think she said something i don't know, I don't know you probably didn't see it but she, she said something like she wanted to rip his dick off or rip, like she's like what if i scream right now and it was like when certain women that probably and that's not to say women don't get you know take not to say take advantage but they don't get what's the word i'm looking for Stared down or um, harassed. harassed. They, they, they get harassed. Yeah, they definitely that's certain. But I think that what she was trying to do was trying to turn nothing into something for clicks. Again, like you said, and that's not what the gym is about. I think there's a guy on Twitter. His name Joey Swole. He he has like a dope series where he like 
he sees when people do stupid shit in the gym, not just her, but like he talks about like when people record random people in the gym doing stuff that are, that's unorthodox and he calls them. I was like, yo, mind your business. People go to the gym to work out. And for the people that are there for ulterior motives, trying to, you know, capture that fitness wave and whatnot, it's like, you're, you're the problem with what's going on, not just in the gym, but in the world right now. Like you don't want to go have fun and do what you got to do. You're there to try to make jokes or make light of other people in turn, making other people uncomfortable and not want to be in those spaces. That's a fact. And now with the social media area, not everybody wants to be a gym influencer because it, a gym influencer because it's such an easy bag and you get a lot of branding deals. So you just got a lot of people going to the gym, not even really caring too much about the gym and just trying to get the bag and record content for TikTok. I feel like shit is oversaturated now. Bro, speaking of TikTok, bro, first of all, shout out to my dog Keith Lee. That dude really got like the dopest TikTok out here, but Usually everybody's like everybody's following, like you said, following the trends, following the waves, and it's like it's dope if you got something authentic. But it's like it's really copy and paste right now. Like, I don't mind a little dances and shit. Like that's cool, that's fun. But everybody is like either a trying to make fun or tear people down for the positive shit they're doing, or they're mimicking it. And it's like, well, we now now you're oversaturating the market. You fucking up the <laughs> fucking up the ecosystem, as they say. I, I ain't gonna hold you. They don't play about Keith. Hey, black t- black TikTok don't play about Keith. I don't know if you saw, but a lady was trying to insinuate that you know he kind of fucked up her back because she was like a TV producer and. They was trying to come up with a show or whatnot. She never said his name officially in the TikTok video, but she was kind of like comment back and forth when fans was like kind of assuming it was Keith. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. They tore her ass up. <laughs> there was videos. They was like, uh-uh, we're not playing about Keith. And I, you know what's so sad about that too, bro? Because I, I I follow Keith on TikTok and I support his brand. I think he's doing a wonderful job. Like he got he got like struggling food truck people like thirty thousand dollars in one night he's helping saving business in vegas but you know the sad part about it you could tell me if i'm wrong i was kind of like yo i'm not waiting for his downfall but i'm waiting for someone to try to do something to get him canceled because i feel like that's what type of social media trend that we are in they love to build you up and then try to do something to tear you down am i bugging for thinking like that no you definitely felt it was coming i think that again the flip side to positive social media and positivity and people having fun is that someone's always going to try to find a flaw in it. But I think that case, that was like pre, that was definitely premature. Cause I'm like, and when I heard the story, I was like, this is definitely something like, you're probably not the only producer that's going to him. And it's like him going into different businesses, disguise and whatnot. That's, we could have made that up <laughs> and shout out to his dms and i love the fact that you know he didn't come off real like you know sometimes people will get in the spotlight and they come up real respectful when they defend themselves he was very graceful respectful had the receipts of everything he's like you sent me this on this date i got the same pitch a week prior to you from multiple different producers was already in the works right so you can't play victim in this sense when we didn't even really like there's nothing there's nothing to say that this was your idea or you I went through your people right and then she tried to backpedal I'm like that's the thing you, you when everybody was getting on his ass and her comments she wasn't turning off the energy she wasn't like redirecting and saying hey this isn't a thing like this not him like she loved the attention and then when my boy was like yeah now nah, we not fucking doing that mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole story flips you follow Keith talk, Jamie talks I do not you gotta follow Keith Lee bro it's the most positive sh- heartwarming shit you gonna watch you gonna watch all his videos bro when he saved that dude with the with the seafood truck bro well we got you gotta give him context so Keith Lee he's a he's a MMA fighter right and about this time or two years ago he had just lost his contract he's with Bellator right you know Bellator it's like right under the UFC so he basically, in that sense, 
started making videos. His wife was pregnant. He was like, he started, he's, he's very religious. He was making just food videos and day in the life videos. And his food videos started to catch on. He would just go to restaurants, get a bunch of food, rate it one through 10. And essentially his following got so big, he's out in Vegas that anytime he would go to a restaurant, he would go to try to go to struggling businesses, and there's like the, the amount of money they were making was going crazy. Oh no, nah, I know this guy. I just followed him. That on Instagram though. Go if you ever get bored or like you were feeling down, go on his TikTok page, scroll, start from any point, and just keep watching. Yeah, he was in New York like two weeks ago. He went to um cuts and slices. Yeah, he was out here two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Keith Lee is definitely some one of those things right now that social media is doing right, and we know we're not gonna let them fuck that up. You feel me? We hey, we ain't we ain't playing about Keith. You feel me? But slick, bro. I I, I even started off this podcast, so you know this how much it's affected me. I didn't even start the podcast with my sadness. Don't you? I missed I missed the greatest concert that ever happened in New York City, man. Oh, oh shit! What happened? Fifty Cent had a show. What? <laughs> I'm talking about Drake, nigga. Drake at the Apollo. I was, nigga. I I, I almost fucked. I, I put it on Twitter like, yo, who got the tickets? That we had this conversation offline. That show was not for us. <laughs> I don't even know where the tickets was at, bro. Like, how'd you find the tickets? Like word, were they for sale on on like regular or what? I don't I don't know. Dog, it, it looked like a good show though. I remember them promoting it. And I thought it was fake. That's how much I didn't believe in that show. I was like, they're lying. They're trying to get niggas robbed. Come to find out, it was the real deal. I think the set list was amazing, though. That set list was, he started, he started off the set list with Over My Dead Body. He played mostly B-side records. Shit that I'm not going to hear no time soon. Even, in, cause even though he did announce a potential summer tour with 21, but some of these records, Wu Tang Forever, he's not gonna play Wu Tang Forever. Trust issues, say something, feel no way, practice, jaded jungle, karaoke. Like niggas no, don't he's like never you have bro- to be a real Drake fan yeah, to know karaoke. He's, not gonna play- he's never gonna play karaoke ever again. Never again. <laughs> unless it's one of those intimate settings. Nah, dog. They, that shit was the he gave you did he give you a little bit of the hits too, like headlines. You know, he ain't never hell gonna do yeah, that shit fucking again, right. <laughs> Started from the bottom. I'm on one. No new friends. Energy. Know yourself. Nonstop. A 42. He got a lot of music. I'm upset. He got a lot of music. The set list was so fire. It had me listening to all his albums this week. Like, I've changed my take about the best Drake album all week. Yeah. No, let's talk about it. We're going to get back to this concert. Finally, if you are an avid listener of this podcast, you know the 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 constant what are, what are the bingo cards of this podcast? We talk about Drake or how much I hate Kendrick, but a lot of debate that me and Slick have is nothing was the same versus Take Care. And finally, after two years of doing this podcast, he finally turned the right corner. But I changed my mind so again which one's today. The better one? I think it depends on the phase you're in. I've realized that. Take Care for me was a very big transitional phase. So that album was really like the side. I was like college, freshman, sophomore year. That shit was a soundtrack for me. But then nothing was the same with Big Energy. All I got to do is, what's it called? <laughs> hey, come through. <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a bop. That was a real good one. Come on That's the big now. inside. I hope my boy Wanell listen. That was a, that but, was a bop. But it's like. Playing it, just listening to the music and the memories that attached to it. Like I love I, what I appreciate about nothing was the same. Listening to it this week was the fact that it's concise, sixteen songs. There was no attempt at people pleasing. It was like he gave us a consistent Drake album. But then I listened to views. 
Thank you. Take care. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Take care is Drake's only classic album, and Views is his best album. Oh shit! What? Take care is Drake's only classic album. He only has one. Right, classic yo, album. Thank, yo, thank you, Jamie Tox, for coming to and the show. Views yo, is his I best appreciate album. you, my guy. And he would tell you himself, uses his best album. It's the most concise no, album. No, no, because this is you see, album. you don't listen to the pod over here, brother man. Because we had this debate where Drake said it was the same as his favorite, his best project. No, he said it's his favorite, favorite project. And best are not the same. We, we, it's the difference. We, he said it's his favorite, <laughs> but views is his best. So, so wait, wait, how y'all not gonna take the artist's opinion on what's which which well, is better? It's his favorite because it was a transition period, but views is definitely his yeah, best. Nah, but niggas shit it on wait, niggas shit it on views. We did, we wasn't niggas ready. Shit it on views. Y'all wasn't ready wasn't because ready. you have slick. To have, you shit it on views. I did. Do not lie to the I public. Did. He did. He I openly did. admit that. And I, I help I helped him understand that it's an album that takes you through the seasons. It's a seasonal album that helps you go through the seasons. Each song there's each song and each track has a different season. You go from winter, spring, fall, Back summer. summer. And it's a vibe. And he goes through all the emotions. It's the Star Wars effect. Yo, I'm not going front. Between Jamie and shout out Rakeba Wayne. Side note, Rakeba Wayne told me today he, he retired from podcasting, bro. So we got to get him on here one time to give him his flowers. Oh, fuck, he retired? He retired, oh, apparently. But Rakeba and Jamie. the episodes and get my boy back out here. I hit him up. I tell him pull up for another episode. But... Jamie and Rakibo was telling me from the time it dropped. I must have been the time of my life when it dropped. I was I wasn't ready, but it was broken down to me the other day. Like this shit was nah like, nah. During that time it dropped, you was you know you was being a little slut whore. So I I, I could see how why you wasn't really feeling it like this that. This is the shit she did on the hundredth episode that got us in this place. So watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you, was, you was being a little slutty. You know I remember that we went we went to yeah you know we we went up back up there. You feel me? You, was, you know what? We, let's continue. You're a sick let's, fucking man. See, that's why you get niggas in trouble all the time. Always lying and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, what's it called? Um, views came out, and that shit, like that shit, is a soundtrack for adults. <laughs> like, yep. I played it the other day, bro. I got to like track nine. I ain't go front. I had tears in my eyes. I was like, yo, damn, I understood everything he fucking said in this track. Even songs that I wasn't that keen on, like fucking one day, it's like you don't want to hear that shit as a single. But hearing that in the flow of the album, I was like, oh shit, this man really fire and desire, fire and desire. Talk about even the samples are crazy. Bro, the Mary J. Redemption, sample. Redemption. Oh my nah, God, Redemption, Faithful. Redemption still make me cry to this day. Come on, man. Come faithful, on. Faithful, Faithful. But then you said that dumb shit on Twitter, like, now nah, you got to give me a Scorpion. I played Scorpion for two yes. seconds and turned that shit off. <laughs> no, no. Give me, give this. No. Now, my, my, my next two things over the course of doing this podcast with you is changing your mind on Scorpion and, and making you love Certified Lover Boy. These are my two objections now. I mean, uh, certified love boy shouldn't be that hard because you said it was a concise album. You just haven't visited. It was that. the same shit we've been hearing for years. It was the same flow. It was. A, I felt there was no growth. I think he peaked growth wise at views creatively. The shit he did on her loss and uh, honestly, never mind. That shit was refreshing as fuck. So I like even in the trilogy, I got certified love boy at the bottle. I'll definitely at the bottom. I'll listen to certified. I'm has don't, more, don't certified, worry, fans. Don't worry, fans. We gonna continue breaking him down. We, CLB kind of got him to switch a little bit. CLB is a, a good album, but it's good because we knew what we was gonna get. I I appreciate. I feel like 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 Jamie said, yo, bro. I listened to views and I was like, this man was talking. That nigga spitting. <laughs> so, but back to your Apollo right. set. I'm sorry. Um, what you gonna call it? The Apollo, the Drake concert. I like the set. I, you know what? Also, I don't like. I don't like the Drake hate. 
Because, you know, a lot of people was calling him corny or like a culture vulture because, you know, he had he also had um, 21 Savage. He also had a little Uzi Vert and he had the diplomats. While, while the diplomats were performing, he actually had the coat, the pink fur coat and also the dipset jacket that Cam wore in the video. And, you know, and everybody started hating on him like, yo, Drake is looking like a culture vulture. Like, this is what happened. He's kind of, it was basically like saying he and I'm like, yo, if you knew Drake upbringing into this shit, you understand that drake is a rap nerd he said it since the beginning since he got put on this boy had a mic signed by the by eclipse i don't understand that why i know niggas who had money if, if slick if you had money and you could be you could bring you could party or go in a concert with or be on the stage with any of your favorite hip-hop like nigga you wouldn't have the g-unit um tank top <laughs> going I already, crazy I, I already have it relax calm down <laughs> <Relax>. <laughs> You're not going to do that But nah It's definitely When you have the money to, And you're a fan of something You're going to go in depth But I think it's like The fact that Drake Has always been about his emotions And some people Again Because of the sing-songiness of it He does have bars But he's not your typical In-your-face lyricist type shit I feel like it's hard For a lot of people To to give him that Some people can't You know See him in that light Of those top rappers And it's hard When you can't see it Sometimes it's hard to give credit You feel me? And he's easy to hate Like let's not forget He came from Degrassi mm-hmm. Like he was he's a Canadian man from Degrassi. Like that's what that's what we know him as. So he's easy to he's easy to hate. It's like but it's he not, got dual citizenship. You know, he he kinda <laughs> Memphis. You know, Memphis kinda take him in, you feel me? It's like it's like entertainment nepotism. He came from the, the entertainment industry from Canadian TV and everybody already had love for him and then he transitioned to this and they just let it happen. They they don't like it. Oh yeah, Yo, that, that concert was amazing. You know, my boy got ice spice in there. You feel me? Oh, how, how, what, the, what type of nigga? You know, fly the shorty you. out, clip, and then unfollow her and diss her, and then bring her back out there. Nigga, the goat. You really have Let's light skin admiration. It. Shut the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I mean, let's it, talk. I mean, but if you really want to talk about it, Drake is how old? Thirty three. And she's like, what? All right, let's. All okay, right. okay. Yeah, exactly. We, we so can have really this conversation. Like you really, that's what you could go back and knee along. She's single. Omarion on that Your twin brother Omarion on that I mean, You see the Terrence way she grabbed his head, on that. Grabbed his head Terrence J was ticking Terrence J on it too Everybody on it They's like Oh you outside What's up I've been waiting for you I told Slick He over here with Salai Lathan Going Watch crazy I'm telling you Neil Long right, is where He don't right. want to listen To a nigga You feel me I just said I felt like Neil Long I thought Neil Long Was probably annoying Back in the 90s She's still fine and shit was- I, I love Salai But I'm I'm near long now. That's crazy. I keep getting. But I do wait, 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 wait. We didn't, we didn't ask Jamie. Wait, quick. We don't have to stay too long on it. Fuck Barry Kill. You listened to a previous episode. Near long, Sonar Lantern, and making good. Which one? Real quick. Making good. Uh, making good's getting, getting <laughs> fucked. Near long is my wife, and Sonar got to go. Damn. And that's what I did. You see, this, this is why I fuck with you. <laughs> this is not the way I saw this episode going. This is not going well at all. <laughs> Yo, talking about going back to my nepotism shit. You seen that shit they were saying about Puffy Son that he wouldn't get this many chances if he wasn't Puffy Son. That nigga get a classic. Oh yeah. That nigga get. A, I'm saying that nigga get a classic sample every six months and fuck it up. Which one, Chris? Which which one? Uh, King Combs. Oh, Combs. King Combs. I was laughing. Oh. I was like, you know, there was the big conversation on social media about black nepotism and how we don't really use it properly. And but then when we do use it, it's like the, the kids be ass and, and niggas get on their ass about it. I was like, yeah. He not. Yo, because look at look at look at Brownie. Niggas, yo, they saying how it's hard to recruit him. I'm like, of course, because you're not gonna prey on him like no other black athlete with their parents not around. You feel me? Like, I don't blame niggas. Nah, the shit they said was wild though. Niggas said you got to call on a Tuesday or Thursday, go through the publicist, and then you get them. I'm like, that's lit. They was like, we not playing this shit. And Bron said it himself. He said, my son go to any college he want. All I gotta do is make a phone call. That's some lit shit. 
It's true. Who who who's not going to that? He exactly. going to donate to the school. You not exactly. you going to want LeBron to be on your campus. And it's the same thing when he get to the league. <laughs> Let them say Bronny got a, a smidge of NBA talent. <laughs> Bron like, "Yo, y'all draft him. I'm pulling up. 2 years, say less." He got that opt out after next year too. So if Bronny is draft eligible and ready, and if he needs another year, he be like, "I can stay in LA for another year. We make it happen." You feel me? Now, that's it for our, for what we talk about this week. Now, Jamie Tox, since you now you came back on the episode, you had some questions for us, man. We're gonna do some free form. You know, I think people enjoy episode one hundred where we kind of just had some free had some questions just spewing out. So, Jamie, you want to start off with the questions? Sure, sure, sure. Oh shit! Let's just, let's wait. Do you want do you, wait? Do you want to do song of the week first before we get there? Yeah, let's do song of the week. Let's do song of the week. Oh shit Alright If you're on YouTube Please exit out Go to Your favorite streaming form If it has Spotify Stitcher Apple And go listen to us We on there And if you know Apple Music Playlist too You can find our song of the week What's your song of the week this week? Alright I got one throwback And I got one joint That you sent me Again you've been sending me songs That I've just really enjoyed We didn't do the Party Next Door breakdown either But it's okay This first joint is a classic dream record I played falsetto for my freaky R&B take But this is Fast Car Shuffle yesterday, bro. I had to play it. Next up, we got a podcast favorite. We got Blast and Larry June. Keep calling. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. I'm in rare form. Know that they praying for him to stop. No foreign. I just did a cool tour in Alaska. Entertaining the eyes. No, I heard it on watch. Never heard of this watch, but I still got a cop. I just touched down to a surprise party for cops. Back in the field, you know I smarted the plot. I ain't even checking the scoreboard. I stopped. What for? Double up on this world tour and drop again. Why you looking for a block to spin? International blast, you can't box me in. My circle for the elites cannot be there. But a lot of folk in position, guess I gotta be him. If it's real, let it be known. We ain't gotta pretend. Long as we got respect, we ain't gotta be friends. You know how sis don't sleep, I embody the trend. Maybe that be the reason she keep calling, she keep calling again. Yeah. Keep calling, calling. Mm, I keep balling. Baby, I'm standing on business, I'm flawless. Yes, yes, be what you got for us today. All right, man. I got to give it up to the girls this week, man. I'm coming back with a lot of Ice Spice song. Like, I ain't going to hold you. 
that EP got some got some hits on it. You know, they call her the Princess Diana of rap now. I don't know <laughs> if you want to put any stock behind that, but the song that she got with Lil TJ Gangsta Boo, this shit hitting though. Stop playing with them, right? My body gon' get what she like. So what's your sign? Cause I like you. Got a place we can stay for the night, but I'm too shy to invite you. You got a gangster vibe, and I want a gangster boo. One of a dangerous kind, I'm trying to see how a gangster move. You never worry about no excess. On my body, I'm the bestest. Diamonds keep dancing on my necklace. Bitch, they match like the rest is. On four of my drip was the same. Hit up Benny when I need a chain. Made it out soon as I got fame. Walking past me yelling my name. Damn, like they going cool. I'm a fan, but I'm keeping my cool. And I like it when you call me boo. Babe, I just want to do what you do. Fuck your thoughts, I'm taking a spot. Bitches know that I am what they not. I'ma help you get back at the odds. Big and I come when you spinning me blocks. And I swear that you be on my mind. Yeah, I'm living for you, I make time. Niggas waiting, you skipping the line. I was debating on making you mine. And you fly, I could tell by your belt. And you make what the cause you was dealt. By my side, then you taking no L. He all like, damn, I see you making me melt. Cause I got a man, but I hope you don't care. When I'm with him, I wish you was there. Taking nervous, but you know I'm not scared. What he think he knows shit isn't fair. Flashing together, I know we go better. We stay high oh, she is so trash. <laughs> she is so <laughs> How'd she get that sample nah. clear, dog? Like, yo, are we really saying, like, yo, what? Yo, she got the industry behind her. Like, they trying to prop her up to be the princess of rap. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I know Sweetie was trying to make pretty bitch music, but I ain't gonna hold you. You might have to pass that title to Ice Spice, baby. No, I ain't gonna hold you, Sweetie. She got the industry behind her. That ass. That ass is behind her. That's what she got behind her. <laughs> she is trash. And then uh, Coco Jones released the deluxe album, and you know this song been she sprinkled crack on this shit. This is "I See You" by Coco Jones. cracking that song that's coco i see you though um you know please follow our um apple music playlist if you want to listen to our previous song of the week but that's not what you're here for you're here for the people's choice the people's favorite slick drop it i can be toxic but so what you're gonna love it here shit what you talking about we have fun over here it's very fun here 
and it's fun indeed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the TSA, the Toxic Service Announcement. All right. As you know, we got Jamie Tox on this episode. Here we go. Let him take over. He got some questions he want to ask us. This is this is your floor now. This is you got you got you got the podcast. You got the episode from here. All right. So first question, and this has been this has been a question that I I floated in the group chat once or twice, and I really wanted to know what screens relationship more taking a sex class with your shorty or the girl that you're dealing with at the time or nothing in the young lady. Consistently Going in the sex class Um Nothing in the young lady Consistently What Going to the sex class <laughs> <laughs> Going to the sex what class What's wrong with you dog <laughs> If I'm nothing in you I'm 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 That's saying what? something That's not saying The much. nerve of you Are you sure if I'm raw doggy and we in a relationship, bitch, you talking about? Oh shit, Drake! <laughs> what? If I'm nothing in you consistently, raw doggy, we in a relationship. Fuck out of here! Yeah. You think I'm gonna let a little nigga graffiti your walls? I mean, <laughs> technically, I'm the only one graffiti in your walls, but I'm not. That don't mean I'm your boyfriend. I'm not, I'm not your, boy. your boyfriend. Not your now boy. we go to the sex class together. We going outside. We, we go together. Somebody can see we us. We go together real bad. We try to be <laughs> intimate and shit. Nah, I hit raw three times. We in a relationship. <laughs> what? I'm just. I thought you would have been on our side for this I'm one. Disappointed in you. Is it because of like an ownership thing? Like you don't want nobody else fucking your girl type shit, or like, like what? Come on now. You you. We had this discussion about when it was time to take the condom all off. But that don't. Now, you didn't say that was your lady. Now, if you nothing raw on her all this goddamn time, you better make her your damn lady out here oh, before she starts making you put the condom she got on. Because she start fucking around. She got the little button, the anti baby button. You good? <laughs> nah, <laughs> Dr. Aubrey Graham will not be proud of you right you now. You think Drake not nothing in these hoes? They not his women. I mean, he do be one of the He putting hot sauce in the condom. Don't do that to my boy. He get trapped was, again. He been trying to trap Rihanna and the rest of them. I mean, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. That's a that's a that's a good prospect. Oh I mean, that is a good that's prospect. A good prospect. I'll just say. I mean, I trap her too. But shit, nah. If you go to a sex class with your lady, so wait, wait. What's so what's so what's so special about the sex class? Let me know. Inform me. That's intimacy on another level. Like I want to go outside. I want to please you. Like you don't just go to a sex class with a girl you talking to or a girl you fucking. No, with. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the skills that I learned in that and go fuck all the bitches with it. What are you talking about? <laughs> See, now nah, maybe See. you are toxic. Then you're you toxic. Mean, you reverse toxic. toxic. Because if we go into a sex class, that means I'm trying to be more intimate. I'm trying to learn you better. I'm trying to please you better. I want you to please me. We're doing things together. We're outside in a group. There's there's other people here seeing us. We're all doing things together. We're able to be comfortable with each other. I'm if I'm not, uh, we just we just an open relationship. Like we doing all. Right, <laughs> see, I don't know, bro. I'm, that might have to be a poll. Like, what screams more? Because that's a wild statement. I'm, I'm disappointed in you. So you ain't. So every girl you've nutted in more than two times has been your girlfriend. Oh no! I didn't say two times. Now. Don't do that. You said third time we go together, so I said more than two. You <laughs> know, four is my four is four is my lucky number. So now you, you change. Now reach, you move the goalpost. <laughs> I'm about to say that's wild, dogs. We need to take you a reach pole. four. I love you. <laughs> Yo, this guy's crazy. This guy's crazy. Nah, definitely need to take a poll, ladies and gentlemen. What screens relationship more? Taking a sex class with the person that you're dealing with, or nothing in the young lady consistently. Nah, cause you know you you know the feeling when you nut together and it's both wrong. Come on, it's now. a that great feeling. It's a lot right of people. It's Come a on, great now. feeling. It's a lot of people that have great sex with somebody, and if you ask them to date together, they gonna somebody gonna say no. 
Exactly. But she knows that we together. Once you just see that the suck side, you can't lie. You hope so, nigga. You gonna go look. You gonna try to hit up one day. She like, nah, I'm busy today. You gonna be hurt. <laughs> you gotta go return to your text messages. Nah, I'm gonna be hurt when she tell me, nah, let's put a condom back on. I'm like, oh shit, she that pussy been that pussy been fucking fucking. And now you gonna be in the corner <laughs> crying, singing jaded. Oh yeah, I'm definitely jaded. I'm like, damn, I gotta go back to the rebel there. Oh shit, you out here? Jaded one of my uh, Ooh, moving, moving on, on, on that building on that. We gonna, we gonna tone it down because that was big toxic. We went straight in there. Pause. See what hey, you did yo. there. See what you did there. <laughs> oh, he did. We were at class. <laughs> yo, what do you think is better with your partner? Right, going out on a date, so going to dinners and whatever, having an event, or staying home. Mm. Um, staying home means more to me. If I could be comfortable in your presence at home, that means you mean more to me. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm, I agree. I'd rather stay home. Oh, we even agree. We agree. We all agree. We all agree on that one. But let's build on that. Do you feel that as fellas, we go out to dates on dates with the one that's we, with the ones that we don't want versus the ones that we do want? So we take girls on dates that we don't like because the girl, like the girls that we want to go out with, is we probably, stay home. Yeah, we stay home. I don't know. Ooh, I feel like that's the tough. That's what do you consider a date though? Like anything, one, a walk in the park. Uh, movies, bowling. I'm about to take it to the. Tag, I'm about to take it to the wood. Like, you know, sometimes you're just kicking it. <laughs> sometimes, like your girl is like, "Yo, you gonna do like I'm gonna put an effort if she's shorty. I'm trying to make you, it, you, my shorty. You, you know, you know what's better is if you take her to do something that you like to do, compared to like a a standard date, like a a dinner in a movie or just of course, like if you what. Like you're an active person. If you take her bike riding, that thing you know, bike riding means a lot to you, right? Of course, yeah, definitely. So that I feel like that date would be more than me. If now, if I just take you to a dinner movie, not saying that you're not special, but you're not like, mm, you know, you're not that one. It's regular. I wanted to see this shit anyway. Yeah, you, you couldn't go see like that. If I take you to something that I really like to do or something that's like one of my favorite hobbies, then that feel like that means more on a date. I respect that. I I agree. Yeah, we in agreement again. So it's kind of like both. It's like you you are taking the. The special one out on dates, but it's on those special dates, those dates that yeah. mean something to you. So you actually mm-hmm. want to do, not some shit that's like common, like and the common just, shit. Yeah. You just taking your side pieces to like dinner or whatever. Like, it's, it's nothing special. It's yeah. like it's some regular. Like we can go to Applebee's, not Applebee's, but you know, you go to some regular restaurants, some TikTok. Yeah, you, know, on TikTok you, you know, these drones be going crazy over lemon drops and shit. You know, just get them. You know. I feel like that was a shot. At that somebody. was a shot at somebody. <laughs> at, I don't know at, who at a was. past guest. <laughs> at a past guest. I don't know who you mad at. That was wild. Damn. Damn. Don't do that. Don't do that. She knows all love, though. (laughs) What's the next question? So let's build more. So what's the most you've done for a girl that you didn't like? How far do you go with a girl that you don't like? Well, no, I'm not even talking on this topic because niggas killed me in episode 100 over here. I said I'd be presentable. Niggas, they, <laughs> slick oh, and X dr- killed yeah, me uh, the whole the whole segment. Yo, I'm actually with you, though. I'm with you. I think it's oh, for real? I think it's it's toxic though. I'm gonna tell you why it's toxic. It's because she gonna fuck. <laughs> it might be my downfall because I'm gonna treat you nice. I'm gonna treat you like you want to be treated. I'm not gonna treat you like a slur. But then I might be I might be told I'm giving off boyfriend vibes or I might be I might be doing I might be doing too much. So that's where we get crazy. But I'm also letting you know that we not we we may not be there yet or we may not never get this for a specific for a specific person. So, but I'm gonna treat you nice. That's fair, 
But I don't know, man. I think I have fun with a girl I don't like. Absolutely. I just feel like it's the nicest thing I've ever done. Ah, that's shit. I don't know. I feel like if I went out with you, I had to like you a little bit, right? Like I had to like you enough to be like, I'm a you know, y'all know how hard it is to get me out the house. <laughs> so I was no, like, but I'm talking about your younger years, though. I'm be, you know I've me? been that way since we was young. Yep. Jamie has known me since we was what twelve. Yep. <laughs> I have always been tough to get out the house. So if I'm going out with you, it's like I gotta like you a little bit. Your personality gotta at least be alright. But for a girl that I probably didn't see a relationship with, probably the the biggest thing, I don't know. I just, we can like I'll spend you all night. Feed your hoes. Come on look now, like they get hungry. See, look, nah, it's like I'll spend like we could just go out and do some regular shit, but it might be like a, like a series of events. Like it's been like all night together type shit, not on some like sexual shit. Like go 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 to a date, go to a party, you know, go get food. Like just walk around, like kick it. Like I'll spend time with that. Like because it's like if you fun, we gonna have fun. But it's like it's a difference for me with you being fun and something I want to settle down. I want to come home to. I think that's always been my steez, even as a youngster. I was like, if I can't see myself wanting to spend time with you inside the house, outside of just trying to fuck you, it's not going to work. <laughs> oh, that's a fair that. Yeah, but it's like, I always, always that kick it with you and spend time with you and just like be around you type shit. Yeah, but for me, it's if I want to, if I talk to you, if I want to talk to you, if I don't talk to you, then just know I don't really feel you like that. Mm-hmm. If I'm not getting intimate with you, actually telling you things, then just know I, I'm not feeling you like that. If I'm actually talking to you, if I call you. And I'm on the phone with you, not just texting you. I'm feeling you. Like I'm, I'm trying to get to know you. I'm trying to. I'm letting you in to know about me. So that's that's how you know. No, that's real shit. That's real shit. Because I think like that's mm-hmm. something. A lot of times people get caught up in the idea of people. So just the fact that you are interacting in those small, you're not realizing. Oh, you. Hey, what's up? How's your day? What you do? Boom. Conversation dead. Once your titty. Like <laughs> you feel me? Like. <laughs> And once, like, you really look at those surface level interactions versus, like, oh, I'm actually genuine. Like, what you doing? What's your hopes and dreams? Like, real shit. Those conversations matter a lot more, and that's how you can kind of tell who's fucking. True. Even though some niggas do be fucking up the ecosystem because they say, oh, that shit just to pipe and then treat you like you nobody again. Definitely, definitely. Niggas definitely do use those cards. Like, I'm fuck her. Ooh, I'm gonna tell you all these things you want to hear, and then afterwards, yes, yo, fellas, stop selling dreams out here, yo. Y'all fucking up the ecosystem over here. You got these girls jaded. Now they standing with the hoes, and we can't tell the difference now. <laughs> That's <laughs> how you going through it, my boy. <laughs> nah, remember that video that guy that we played a few episodes? He like, told, yo, he did it's, tell, he it's told dead you facts. Like, yo, the regular girls are standing with the, like. Everybody looked I like a whole house was to tell. That's what he said, baby. Facts. You feel me? Like, we, as fellas, we always knew there was those, you know, girls that be tricking and, you know, finessing niggas. We know there was always those girls from the beginning of time. You feel me? Being a whole been there since Adam ate, since, you know, Eve ate the apple. You feel me? <laughs> This man, we, we know, we know, we know those type of you know, being a hoe's been there since a get go, but now all these girls being jaded by you niggas over here. Now they standing with the hoes and now they trying to finesse niggas now. Stop selling the dream so niggas like us can get the good quality girls now because they over here want to be savage as ah, with the Megan Stallion voice and shit. Stop it. He's angry. You sound hurt. What's her name? Words. He was just oh, in love. Man, you know, it started back. I'm fucking with you. That, uh, it was that white girl. Oh. Don't do that. You see that? Look what look you see? You see? Which white girl? This How is why this is why I do my shit. It's Jessica, multiple white girls. Jessica. <laughs> Karen. Wait, I never fucked those girl named Jessica. Like, I don't know your white girls. I ain't know you then back then. Next, next a- question, Danny. <laughs> I mean, since we spoke, since we talk about fucking white girls. How many partners have you had in a week? In a week? How many different partners have you had in a week? 
Probably like this might get somebody in trouble. No, nah, I think mine might be three or four. Three or four. College. Senior year. Yeah. I don't count. We's out we's out here having a good time. I don't you know. Three or four. Say that again? Three How many four. different partners have you had in a week? Like in a week's time, how many bodies you got extended? Ooh, this man said, Ooh, mm-hmm. I know them white girls. Stop it. I'll I'll <laughs> it was only a one phase. He an international one player year. too. He an international oh, player. Don't forget those international trips. Oh shit! Don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> I know you he's gonna get your ass. This is why I'm gonna try to put me under the passport, bro. I'm not part of the passport, bros. I do not support them, ladies. We haven't talked about those. Fuck on the, the niggas. We haven't talked about them on the podcast yet. Maybe we'll and we're not picture. gonna talk about them. I'm not. I'm not associated with them niggas at all. Nigga, <laughs> nobody said you was. Goddamn. <laughs> What's your number, nigga? Damn. Nah, cause now you can't even take trips now. You're like, oh, oh shit, he he, yo, it's either either you in a secret vacation or you over here passport. I'm like, yo, I think you can't just go experience culture now. <laughs> Is that what we at now? Vaginal culture. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you sent the tweet to me, and, and you basically like white people been doing this shit forever, which is true. They got whole what's it called whole resorts you can go to in different countries. That's all about you know swinging and just having sex and being free and whatnot. But we talked about it, niggas. Fuck up the ecosystem. That shit we talked about with the gym earlier. Come out. Everybody want to record everything, and now governments are stepping in. You are not going to come to my country and fuck my women. <laughs> That's a fact. Yo, it's a kid on YouTube. He really had a whole series of just watching dudes interact in DR and other countries. And it's like, yo, you have, what was it, Riz? Like, yo, you had, old boy went up to girl and said, was like, yo, what's your WhatsApp? She's like, oh, okay, kid on WhatsApp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It's definitely easy. But it's, not even, it's not even Riz, though. Them girls don't really fuck with you, fuck with you like that. So that's why I don't be supporting the passport, bros, because you think, because you, you over here complaining about girls here and thinking you going over there. And having all type of riz. I'm like, you niggas don't got riz. They just want some bread out, you young niggas. Don't forget, Uncle that was in Thailand with the thick Asian shorty. My man was like, I ain't never coming home. <laughs> that shit had me. <laughs> you see that video? Nah. Boy, it was like he had to be like 40. He had to be like mid 40, maybe older. He was in Thailand, right? And he was posting just videos for days of all the joints he was pulling. Like, mm. literally, like they was waking up, like they would dress, walking through the apartment. He's like, You want to come? Like, it was like Chris Douglas, like, You want to come through America? Mm. <laughs> I was like, Yo, you really posting oh. this shit, my boy. Yo, dear. Yo, dear. Out on yourself. He, you know, old people don't know how to properly use social media. But anyway, let's, let's get, let's dive. Let's dive let's get more, more into things. This question might be a little tough. What do people misunderstand about you? I'm just a misunderstood person, you know. I go. think this go. podcast <laughs> don't, Slick, don't do that. If you have one thing, if you could say one thing, what do you think people misunderstand about you? This shit gonna be sappy as fuck if I say it. I don't give a fuck. I how do I put this? If you know if you really pay attention, you can see it, but I think you have to really know me. I definitely hide behind a lot of different emotions I like You know I'm always like You know It's always been I'm always the, the kid that's smiling But it's like It's not to be like Cliche or nothing But there's always A lot of shit going on So I feel like I've had to hide Between things Because I don't have A lot of confidence There's not a lot of confidence In a lot of things That's why it takes me A while to start things I think people probably Wouldn't be able to tell that Because once you make me Do something I'm probably going to do it But I think that That's something That I've really been Trying to you know Deal with where it's like You know Teaching sports even school, like, it was like, I tried to be around people like y'all because y'all was very, like, bright and intelligent. And I tried to learn from y'all because I felt like a lot of things, like, ever since I left elementary school, I 
didn't I didn't have that confidence. I I can't tell you what switch. I've been trying to figure it out, but I definitely hide behind a lot of different things because that natural confidence is not there. Even when I was on my little confident run last year, like going into the summertime, I definitely felt like it wasn't authentic. Like it was tough. Like it was like I would like come home and it'd be like, oh shit, this was fucking exhausted. I have no idea what's going on. So I think that's it. Like definitely a very a lot of a, a, a big lack of confidence and just hiding behind different things. Just trying to make things be okay. It's kind of like mm. the imposter syndrome. Definitely. Definitely. But I, it's just like that it, it, it probably it actually it does definitely turn into that in a lot of different spaces. But it's definitely like a lack of confidence and just not being sure of myself in a lot of spaces. I kind of agree with you, man. I, I I think I suffer from a little bit of that. But what is one thing that people might that I don't go through things? I feel like sometimes you know because I have like such a big personality. I'm always joking. I'm always trying to have fun and everything. I don't think people think that. I can't be sad or I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say. Maybe it's like you, you, you better at articulating yourself than I am, but it's like, I don't go through anything. Like I don't go through no, like life never hits you. Cause you're like, always. yeah. Cause I'm like, I, I try to be so full of life, but I feel like I tried, I try to be full of life because of stuff that I go through. You feel me? So maybe I, I, I put on a mask and maybe I need to be more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But you, Jamie, I think I think people just see me as a secret. People try to understand people try to understand me because I just look like a ball of just secrets. And I get that a lot. Like people like, Oh, you don't talk, you don't you don't do this, like you're just a big secret. Like and I, I, I kinda am a secret because I don't let a lot of people in. Like at all. Mm, same. Even my closest people I don't I don't I don't let in <laughs> that I've known for years, eighteen years plus and they still they still haven't gotten completely in. And I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure it out. Yo, yo, that's uh, yo. Speaking of that, yo, Slick and I um increase our fresh me, me, Slick, me and Slick been friends for a good minute, but I feel like this year we kind of pause, reached a new level in our friendship, over just our um post pod or pre production stuff. There was like at least three weeks straight where niggas had like a, a transparent podcast episode where we just talked about a whole bunch of shit. We would never release because it had too many infos in it, but nigga, <laughs> <laughs> we was really over here oh, giving ourselves some therapy, and I think that we we went through a, a new level of friendship. Like me, it's like always been close and cool. But I think we really kind of like reached a new depth in in that, and I think I'm trying to be more. I feel like I said it a lot with Doctor Asia Jones. I did hide behind the wall, and I'm trying to be more vulnerable, but it's kind of hard to do. As a man, you feel me? Like, Slick got me on this hopeless shit, and more and more, as I see on social media and other stuff, like, this shit, the hopeless shit, this screams more at me, and I'm trying to fight it, because I don't want him to be right. <laughs> but he is type right. Like, for men, it's kind of hard to sit here and say, your, your feelings are valid. Because it's, like, it's anytime that you try to express yourself, it's kind of like other people come out their way to express like, oh, they, they're going through more hurt than you. So you kind of have to be quiet and suck it up type of thing. Do you get that feeling? No, that's a fact. That's a fact. I, I actually agree, I actually agree with that. You just got to surround yourself with the right people that you trust. For me, it's just it's letting in those, those right people and, and being around those people that you trust and just seeing that like, oh, you might you're going through something similar. Like me, me and Slick went through something in back to back years that is very similar uh, family wise. 
So to, we have that understanding from each other. So it's just understanding to have those right people around you that, that you really trust. It's just about trust. 100%. And I think, like I said, we've known each other damn near 18 years at this point. And it's like we've had our on moments and our off moments, but we always come back to it because we understand, like, the balance of how each other works. And it's like we had a time in college. We was, we was close, but we wasn't as close as we used to be. And we just talked it out. But we still went through our daily routines of, like, how we knew to be there for each other until one of us was ready to open up and discuss it and understand where the other person came from, right? And the same thing with you and me. Like, last year we was going through a lot of shit. And I think that it allowed us to kind of come to a place of like, you know, as a man that and therapy should help, but it gave us the tools to communicate with each other and just say, oh, this is what it is. And going back again, being able to have the, even in the talk session, talking about this shit, we, we talk a lot of toxic shit. A lot of shit mm-hmm. goes on. We have our opinions, but that's because we've created this space where men and women allow women to come in as well and have our conversations and talk their shit and get their points off, but also understand what you're going to bring to the table is validated. You know, I think it's that validation part that, Sometimes it's missing in spaces. Like you said, a lot of people get their feelings invalidated because they're told, oh, somebody else is going through more than you. That's fine and dandy. And when they pop up and we can talk and we can discuss. But right now, I'm telling you how I feel about what's going on, you know? And that's mm-hmm. what I think that's part of, like, again, that, that, that manhood that we're all establishing that, yo, like our feelings do matter. How things impact us do matter. But we also are learning how to share that. And that's why I say the hopeless shit, if you're going to exist in this current generation, it's tough. You know, so that's a good ass question. I try, I try, but to co- to combat that, <clears throat> what's some self care that you can do, or that you would that you would tell other young men, or even older men, because some of these older men they 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 need to hear what's, what's these self care options. What are some options that you would tell people to to combat this this feeling of hopelessness? Ooh, go to therapy. Oh yeah, therapy. Um, disconnect. Um, find a hobby that is truly yours. Um. Try new things. Uh, I feel like every year I try to try new things or add more to myself. Like I still do yoga. That's something that I added on since the pandemic. I mean, I've been doing yoga since college, but it's been off and off. But since the pandemic, I've been doing it a lot more recently. And I and then sometimes on the weekend, I just disconnect and try to have some more me time. I think you got to assess the spaces that you're in as well. A lot of the spaces that you're around conducive to you growing and managing yourself because you could have all of these outlets and stuff but if you're going back into those negative spaces it's going to be tough because you're going to still get those reminders of what's plaguing you right so just making sure like family friends work whatever are these spaces conducive and if they're not and you want to still keep them around how can you make them conducive which comes to the communication the yoga is dope i think right now the cool thing about using social media is that you can definitely look up for as much negativity and like as much as the trendy shit they throw out there there's a lot of like resources out there for like oh you want to get into like i said i said boxing like you want to get into boxing sign up for class pass shout out to my girl for putting me on to that get to go to free boxing classes for a month or free classes that are in the health space or you like working out but you want to try something different you like photography like there's so many people that are putting you on to things of how to do them in different routes i think taking that time to really you know figure out explore those things that you could like or you've thought about liking like when i picked up a camera i wanted one in like sixth grade never thought about it again until i was like 20 24 <laughs> and that was something that makes me a little bit of money on the side right so i just be okay with, with trying out new shit and it, going back to that therapy. Hey, write stuff down I feel like also writing your yeah. emotions because I keep like a, a emotional journal sometimes and I even though I don't log into it like I'm supposed to but just kind of dating yourself with your emotions so you can see and overcome situations because so, sometimes we get overwhelmed with emotions that sometimes we don't know what emotions 
that are pre that we that you know that we're going through so sometimes write it out take some time you know learn some breathing techniques just be more in tune with yourself because i feel like now in this space that we are in now is easy to get stuck in a place and get reinforced with ideas and never learn something new so you always just gotta try to balance and it's hard as hell i'm not i'm saying all this and it's hard there's gonna be some days that you're gonna you know fall but you just gotta pick yourself back up you feel me that's real what you think jamie what you do for self-care i'm in the gym that's all i do i'm in the gym i am in the gym are you lying you read I read, you know, I I read a lot of books. Uh, I read a lot of books. I collect books. What about the football? You know, being with the kids, that yeah, should I help you out. I coach football. That's definitely something for self-care. Being with them kids, because they don't care about nothing. They have Bro. <laughs> They got no kids Bro. in the world. So just seeing them just be happy, hitting each other, just having fun and just being being gleeful is like, Wow, like I feel, I feel vulnerable with you guys. Like I feel like I'm, I'm one of you guys, even though I'm the coach. Like I can be your parent. Like you're, you're ten, and I could definitely be your parent. But I'm here to guide you and just show you, show you the light. So that's, that's definitely a good self care books. Um, I collect liquor bottles, which is very weird, but I like liquor bottles, so I collect liquor bottles. If you see a dope liquor that you think I would like, preferably a black owned brand that's made by a black company liquor, I would definitely purchase it. Um, shout out to my girl Abby Solo with her with her whiskey. Um, great whiskey, great whiskey. Um, yeah, and, and and that's about it. That collection piece is dope. Cause I know one thing last year when I was going through it, I got into colognes, and it was like every couple of weeks I was picking up new bottles. I was you know going to Sephora and get trying to see what the samples was. And it's like even now, like I got a uh, I got a hit list of shit I got to get. But it's like you know you get to see not just like the mainstream, but you get to see like the duplicates and stuff like that. And you realize how in depth that industry goes, like collections and hobbies of that sort definitely dope and especially if you're trying to like just not say distract yourself but if you need to like step away from your reality those things are so fun to get into and i collect sneakers you damn sure do (laughs) it's a bad habit but i definitely collect sneakers (laughs) expensive ass habit and then tattoos y'all know y'all know about my tattoos but he went from he went from (laughs) i go to the gym he had like nine things on his list yeah you feel me he only trying to get away with one stop being a secret (laughs) see you see you see, but I'm talking because I'm comfortable with my guys right now, so I'm able to open up with my boys. But um, yo, so this this question is directly at at um Slick, and he said he he brought it up because he said you know his girl got him into X Y Z. So the people want to know because you are the resident person in the relationship in the group. Yeah, we want to know how did you get your girl? How Help I, us. How did I get her? Because I'm single. <laughs> it was uh, oh you said this on this pod a lot, right? You have your plan. But it was like I do talk about my my, my thing with the uh, what's the terminology for you it? have a plan, but she's been around for a while. She's been so a while. She must be special. <laughs> she's definitely special. But I'm saying he's talking about how I, like how I set it up. He's talking about how I, I got her to like me. That's one of my favorite stories to tell. Let, um, let me hear it. It worked out because we we worked together for a while. But I was like, it wasn't on something like us. Awesome. Like, like first I was saying like oh something interesting about. It. So as we spoke, like we weren't in the same group or whatever. But as we spoke. Hit and miss I was like oh Something about her energy Cause he's like You always see You can always see A pretty girl Like a bad joint But I think she was The first She was the first Like hyper attractive Woman I ever met That wanted A lot of things That I hadn't really Heard women talk about That looked like her If that makes sense It's weird It's like I think that's what It drew me in and we just hung out. We built a genuine friendship. Like I think that's my shit. When I when I if I like you, I'm trying to be your friend. Because even if like, the romantic shit don't work out, we could be cool. 
You feel me? So I think we were just cool and hanging out. And I told her, like, at a point, I was like, yo, I know you're dealing with whatever you're doing. She'll deny this forever. But I was like, yo, um, like, I like you. And I'm like, I'm doing my thing. You're doing your thing. But I want you to know, you say the word, it's, over, it's clipped. And then, you know, we went through some hard times. I think as a man, one thing that is difficult is that when you want something and they're, you know, not quite ready, they're not giving you that attention, it's tough. It is frustrating. So I think I got to a point where I was just like, you know what? I was, I wanted to show her how special she was to me, but I also was like, okay, if it didn't work out, we could be cool, we could be whatever. So I call it the grand gesture. I made my grand gesture to her like Valentine's Day weekend, like 2016, 20, it had to be 2016. And then it's just like, I just saw like the energies lined up and it was cool. I think that as one thing, one piece of advice I could give is that love is an emotion, which means that, you know, some emotions can change. Not saying you fall out of love, but the feeling of it will not always feel like those highs aren't always going to be as high, and you will hit some lows that feel low as hell. But it's just like it's a it's a choice you got to kind of make. And I think that's like the biggest advice to like not just you know uh, starting a relationship but maintaining it because I think that's a lot of times we're pretty we're pro and right especially right now we're programmed like oh this shit this shit annoying right now I'm out you know and I think that that's detrimental because our grandparents didn't dip out you know. We our, our our the generation before was really like the first one that really you started seeing people you know break break out and not try to be together. But I think you got to really like yo, how do we work through this? And some things you can't work through. That's a, that's a fact. Sometimes you do got to say something, but you got to put your best foot forward. I think that me and her definitely try to put our best foot forward, like uh, in our time together. I think that's the real shit I could tell you. But definitely the grand gesture. That's a move. It's like undefeated. So what's your game, B? How you how you gonna get them? Oh me? Yeah, you. How you get? Oh, put me, put me oh, on, man. please. Help me. I can't help you, my God. I need help. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. It, we in this generation, man, where I just don't know, bro. It's so you. It's so. It's so. I can't even explain. It's so like um. It's everybody's so iffy. To come up. Everybody's so iffy. Everybody is trying to. Protect themselves while trying to at least get their lick back, and it's kind of like, damn, who can you be vulnerable with now? Damn. And that shit is tough. Damn. Got a nigga feeling hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> damn. No, but I, I still, I still, I still have hope that I'm a fine, all right one. Like I ain't gonna hold you. I've been, I, 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 at first when I started seeing the gender wars on Twitter. It was, you know, it was it was kind of disheartening because I was like, damn, niggas got to make this much, that much, and all this stuff. But you know, the girls, the real girls, are starting to come back now. So <laughs> I'm gonna find me one. You feel me? My, you know, slides my DM, Brazil underscore Poppy. You know, on IG. You feel me? Come on now, here, dog. <laughs> Yo, I actually think it's easier than y'all make than you make it seem. To be honest, and I, that sounds very, very cocky, but I mean it in the most humble, humble way. That. Since the pandemic, I feel like the women are in control. Like, they want it more than we want it. Like, they, they will tell you if they're just trying to fuck off the rip. Or they will tell you if they want a relationship. They'll be more open. You don't really have to give that super energy and just have to really go to somebody. They'll let you know because because of the pandemic. Like, it's there's so much women in the world. It's less guys. And it's less good guys. And you're a good guy. But uh, no, the thing about it now, let's talk about this because I've been seeing this a lot on on social media. 
is is it's not a lot of respect for men these days, which I don't blame them because you know we 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 kind of get brought up into the patriarchy thing argument that you know get thrown around a lot, but there's not really that much respect for men. In what way? Like you feel like they don't like a lot of people don't know how to respect men. Yeah, and they don't want to even listen to us. We 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 can't even have preferences. <laughs> You can sit here and say you want your girl to be in the gym or a flat tummy, whatnot, and they will cru- they will crucify you for that. Who's they? The public. Who gives a fuck? That's the thing about it is, uh, what what now? You're correct. Right now, they don't give a fuck. What about in a year or two when sort of this mob mentality starts to happen? I don't give a fuck because this is what's going on now. A lot of uh. uh Two, two, three years ago, before the pandemic, niggas wasn't talking talking six figures, niggas all this time. Six now all of a sudden, this shit started spreading around <laughs> through different ways. I, I, Everybody, everybody's oh, I need, I need my man to make six figures. Not knowing, not being realistic with some of the stuff that goes on in this world. I think they say that they say that, but I don't think they mean it. Because I will tell you from experience. So you saying girls are cat? Yes, big cat. <laughs> Big cap, <laughs> like they are capping. They say that some girls would say that, but they don't really mean it. They just if they find if you're gonna be a nice guy and be honest and just take care of them in the way that they want to be taken care of, like they don't care up. about how much you make. A I, lot of women don't care about how much you make. And doubling back is going to that point of vulnerability. If the nigga got the bag and what everything is like, all right, they getting they they're basically saying like I'm not gonna give you all, all of my emotions, but if you taking care of me, we can make this shit work. Not, it's like you might not get that depth of love of a relationship, but they're just trying to. It's again, it's a protection mechanism. Look at Tyrese and Baby Boy. He had nothing, and she still ended up with Boy, and she had goddamn nothing. What she gonna do, Snoop Dogg? That nigga was bony as hell. And she crisp. was gonna, she was gonna do it. She I'm was gonna say, do it. I bet you if they were, if they made a remake, it'd be some light skinned curly head nigga at her job that was trying to fuck her. <laughs> or, or his mama. His mama was with old, with old boy, and he was just. Yeah, and he was just he was just sitting on the crib, but he was definitely taking care of her. He was definitely protecting her. And that's the shit. It really just depends on what you really yeah. I think again that vulnerability that or that inability to be vulnerable, that's where you really see like that's where a lot of this shit came from. It's like, oh niggas is gonna cheat anyway, so I might as well if the nigga's gonna cheat, at least let them have money so I can live this extravagant lifestyle. You feel me? Yeah, you we we can't. I just I just wish I just media. wish we couldn't just have um open and honest conversations without because you know, sometimes even having a conversation on here we hear it sometimes we get um feedback from our female listeners oh you hate women no i don't <laughs> just because i criticize something that y'all do does not mean i hate y'all you know what i mean i'm just giving you my point of view on something on certain thing i'm not calling for all hate for women or anything when i give my opinion but which ones are you criticizing though like because the woman that's that's probably coming for you they don't believe in all that social media stuff. Like, it's cool on social media. Like, I might post a pic on social media doing X, but they, they know I live my life like why. Because it's just social media. It's fake. I'll say it's image. Yeah, it's just, it's just for fun and games. No, I understand that, and I'm with you on that. But I think, what, I think what I'm feeling to say is that for right now, you can live it this way. But as, so as, we, as, the, as time goes on, this mindset is going to slowly covered the whole planet type of thing that's what i'm saying right now is no problem and i think right now fellas grab your girls right now exactly that's what i'm saying about, grab your about girl in right about now. five years i don't know about the mindset because it's going to rule over everything 
I mean, sure, grab your grab your girl right now. I mean, I have a little sister, so she's gonna be part of that five year whatever wanting whatever the case may be. That's that's on her. But for the girls that's right now, I don't the girls that are in our generation, I don't really think they they like that. It, and it all depends on what you want. If you want that hot girl social media girl, then you gotta have to deal with you gotta the hot deal girl. with those problems. You gotta deal with those problems. But we, we just said that. They they stay next to these girls. We well, no, I just said there's that women that they say stay that, too close with this, them. This might not go well. There are women that say that that are not that. They're just reiterating the points. Oh, so so you you telling me I shouldn't take women's word face value? Ignore the fucking shit. Did you do you not hear how that was sound? And you know, I bet you a couple girls you who listened to this section was like, "Oh yeah, niggas was so good." You never told a girl she was lying when she said some dumb shit. When she said, "Oh, this girl's always lying." And you <laughs> never told like, you're, "All right, you're like you're you're wilding out now. Keep it going. Let's go." You never done that. That's when they respect you when you tell them that, like, "Yo, you're full of shit. Like you're wilding. This isn't you. You're on some dumb shit right now." And a lot of them is like that, man. A lot of them in that group. That's with that's with the slores or whatever you want to call them. They they chill. The whole millions. Yeah, they they chill. They want they just the whole millions. Oh nah, I think that's the name of them. <laughs> <laughs> they just want a guy. They just want a guy to take care of them. Mm-hmm. They don't care how much you really make. They just want a guy to take care of. Them. Or and if you have ambition or some type of dream, some type of goal. That's a fact. You can't just be. So you can't be comfortable where you at. Yeah, you got to be doing something. Like if you're working oh, yeah. at McDonald's. Let me let me see that you're working at McDonald's and you trying to work towards a degree. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes we be shame, we be job shaming, we be money shaming. People be money shaming guys and girls like the girl that's working at McDonald's, but they don't know that she going to law school on the low. And in a couple of years, she about to graduate. And now she making more than you. Absolutely. So so this don't take women for face value no. what they say. Then no, I, I, that's what, exactly what you're saying. I'm telling you right now. We say this. And uh, bitch, try a lot of women try, will come here on this next episode. Try like, it. Oh, what you mean? Don't take women. Try it. Try it. Try it and see what happens. Oh gotta, no, I don't. I don't trust what they say already. I'm just, you I'm say, just trying to tell you what them, it's going to be perceived. If, if <laughs> so, no, nah, but if you're talking and it's like, yo, you're bullshit. And it's fine because they can perceive it, and then when they come to have the conversation with me, and this happens often, they be like, oh, I see what you're trying to say. And now, guess what? I'm in there. Yeah, it's a respect. It's intrigue. I'm in there. What's the secret? Mm. That's all I got. I, I feel like that was. I feel like that's that a good. good that's a good set up, send off. Oh, you know, we done. We not. We not going to do these other questions. Oh, we, hold on, I got, we can go. We can I keep got, going. I got I'm one. Here. I, let's hit the. What's it called? Let's hit the because you sent. Really? We not. What, what, what's the time limit right yeah, now? We not in an hour we got and a half yet. Minutes. So, B, you sent me. What's it called? You sent me this thing about the girls posting news and how niggas don't got to work on it. You want to talk about that? Oh, don't you just gonna put that on me? <laughs> you already got my allegations on this file already. But um, I was scrolling through my Twitter, you know, looking for content, and it was kind of like um, this guy this quote tweeted this girl who was just showing her titties, which was nice though. Pierce, I ain't gonna lie to you, nice color. Um, <laughs> but he was basically he was like, yo, you used to have to text a girl two weeks for something like this. Now, now it's just on the internet, and y'all wonder why niggas don't take y'all serious. What's your thoughts? Sex is everywhere. Sex is everywhere. So I, think- I ain't gonna hold you like niggas that had to wait like a month to get a picture, and then yo that shit used to be so incognito, bro. I remember the first picture I got. It was even a nude. It was like more of like a thigh showing a little <laughs> cup of the ass, bro. And I was hyped as a young nigga. You feel <laughs> as me? A young nigga, everybody, now I just slide. <laughs> I remember they first nude. <laughs> yeah, now now I just slide down Twitter, and I'm just seeing seeing these girls fuck themselves with all different type of objects now. <laughs> shit, different. <laughs> 
I, I feel you, dog. I'd be like, I feel like it would be off putting because like sex is literally everywhere. So it's like, like it's like go back to the sex work conversation. Like it's dope. Like I like I'm, if you could date one, cool. But it's like that nude element aspect of the relationship might be a little like, all right, that's cool. I seen that one already. It's on. I, I seen it on your Twitter when we was talking earlier. It's cool. <laughs> and then also, and also, if you have access to their close friends, you are gonna see you are gonna see the preview already. You feel me? Like I remember you said this one time in the previous episode. There's no more mystique. There's no more mystery of how a girl, you know, body is now. You know, back in the days, like you knew to like this picture, like what it looked like. Your crush, yeah, what it looked like. You feel me, nigga? You can practically see in some of these outfits that they got now. You feel me? No, it's definitely a tough sell. I think that it's like it's still dope. I, I think I appreciate it. you. You appreciate it more when Shorty send you selfies and things like that. Like the news mixed in, like it's like that. It's more authentic. Like yo, you, I, this is something only I got type shit. I think it's that exclusivity that makes it sexy. And I think that even because some girls trying to clown boy in the comments like, oh, you just wasn't that nigga. And like, now we're all that nigga. I was like, that, <laughs> that shit was Damn. one of the best roles ever. But it was also like, it's the truth. It's like, you want to feel like that nigga when you get that. Granted, who knows how many people have seen that picture. If that's just her comment nude that she sent around or whatever. But when you. No, because cause, yo, cause, cause before social media, my homegirl used to tell me like, yeah, she used to have this one thing that she used to send to all, to all her niggas that she was talking to. And I, I heard that was like a common practice back in the days. But at least before social media, you didn't really think that, you know, you thought you had that. You didn't have to worry about it. With that. You didn't have to worry about it. He was like, oh, this shit mine. And even if, like I said, you're not my girl. You just sent me that. That's fine. He's seen it too. Cool. Congratulations. Now it's like, shit. How many niggas done seen this shit? <laughs> it's off putting. It's like, damn, what am I working towards? Love? <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts, Jamie? I don't get too caught up in the nude. It's cool to get a nude. Um, but it doesn't really do anything for me. It depends. It depends on the mood, what what was going on. So like, if she's if that's her 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 niche, if that's what she does, like, I probably wouldn't be wouldn't be interested in her. Like, I know a girl that posts so much on close on her close friends. Like, she's posting every hour on the hour some crazy shit, and it's like, ah, you're not that attractive. Like, you could you're looking for the attention. Yeah, it's it's just trash. Like, I feel, and it's like. She's saying that like not anybody could get it. Like I'm not out here doing OnlyFans or like I'm not selling selling pussy or anything like that. But it's just like you're not attractive because why you not working? Like why you not doing something else with your time? She is working. If oh you said she don't have <laughs> OnlyFans, yeah. or like, or like she you, can't be working alone. Or like niggas ain't fucking you, but everybody's seen it. So it's like it's like it's again. You like I'm outside with you, and it's like oh you seen my girl naked already? Damn. <laughs> but then also also in my in my head it's like. Everybody's seen it, but not everybody felt it. True. So it's like so it's, a, it's like it's a flip. But perception is also a major point. So even though she's like, "I'm not," what is she doing? Why is it up here? What's going on? Something like yeah. I, I, it's like the, the devil's advocate. It's tough. Oh, yeah, wait, I just want to ask Jamie one question because we had this topic last week, and we could close it out with this. We talked about being a, a girl's first real nigga. We just want to jig yeah. Yeah, your, your, your take that, on that. What does that mean? Like the, you know how like you say a nigga got this first bad bitch. Like that's the first joint. She's fine as fuck. She got her shit together. You know she she bad bitch maintenance is interesting. You got to get used to what the bad bitch maintenance is and whatnot. To be a, a girl's first real nigga, you not on no game shit. You when she catch your attitude, you trying to fix the problem. You trying to work it through. You trying to communicate. You trying to build with her. You don't just hit it and dip. It's like all right, it's yeah. a slippery slope. Oh, shit. You definitely get yourself in trouble if you're not trying to really cuff her. That's not going to be your girl long term. It's a slippery slope because now you, she's kind of attached. It's like taking her virginity, like you you taking her real nigga virginity because she's never had somebody treat her this well. She's never had somebody not want to sleep with her. Like you not touching her 
in a certain in a like a sexual way. You're not making these these passes at her. You actually trying to get to know her. So now, not even engaging in the toxicity with her. Yeah, you just you just trying to enjoy her and like you trying to put her on the game. Like you trying to say like, oh, you should go to school. Like this is what you should do. You helping her with her family. It's it's a slippery slope. It's dangerous. Shout out to all, shout out to the niggas out there. You feel me? You know, and soldiers in the war. You feel me? <laughs> we be trying. We be trying. We be trying. Look at this man. <laughs> all right, you want to give them your social media to follow? Oh Maybe. sure. Um, y'all can follow me at respectfully underscore ag on on Instagram. That's basically that's basically it. Shit, man. Oh, and if y'all got kids, if y'all got kids, eight to eleven, and they want to play football, I am a football coach. I do run the offense for eight eight to eleven for the Rockaway Ravens. So if y'all if y'all have kids that want to play football or even basketball, I could we could we could get them right for that too. Come holla at me respectfully underscore AG. Oh facts, facts. Definitely put you your your IG in there, but Follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you have any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most BBs, aka Poppy Size Zone. It's your boy Slick. We out of here. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. It's a cow. Try and tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. <laughs> This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well <laughs> This might not go Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one